1: Drink it in, drink it in, drink
0: it in, man. It is picked off by the line. Darius Slate's got it. Coming back right side, 25. Picks up a block at the 30. Darius at the 40. Drink it in, drink it
1: in. Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, now. Rolls to the right. Stafford throws deep. Got man out there. Enzo.
0: Caught. Touchdown to Cordy. Marcus Jones, Stafford.
1: Drink it in, drink it in. Touchdown, Toy Lions. Cornbread. Babbitt.
2: Drink it in, drink it in, drink it in, man. Dietrich Kool Aid, what's going on, everybody? We are back, back here on a Monday fantasy football flavor in the building and speaking of in the building we got the man the myth the legend chuckamania is in the house when it
0: comes crashing down and it hurts inside
2: chuck what's going on man
0: well
1: you know Derek, i got my fantasy football magazine here i'm sitting with my brother todd getting ready to do this fantasy have football you ready for the friends. season i you hope you're
2: fired up and ready God. to go <laughs> well Chuckomania, uh, i am ready man like always i'm sure you got the 20 inch pythons and are ready to try to drop the leg on me but you know i'm always gonna kick out so uh, this should be a good show man let's uh let's do this thing dude right, um <laughs> so chuck man lots to talk about man uh We've got, we got news and notes. Today we're going to talk about too high, too low. Um, who's going too high? Who's going too low in these fantasy drafts? What are people thinking? All types of stuff like that. But uh, right off the bat, man, I got a I bone to pick with you, man. What's up? So the other day you're like, uh, what are you up to next week in I'm like, oh man, maybe Chuck uh, wants to hang out, wants to throw the football around, wants to uh, come over to Casa de Oakre and see what's see what's going down. Nope, instead you're like, you're like, I need you to draft for me." And I'm like, oh man, I'll definitely draft for you. I mean, that's probably the best decision you ever made um, asking me to draft for you. And then of course, like a minute later it hits me, I go, hold on, this is online, right? And you're like, oh, no, it's in person. So not only did you ask me to draft for you because, you know, I'm a superior fantasy talent, uh, fantasy uh, mind and talent here in in this here place. But you wanted me to drive about two and a half hours to hang out with a bunch of people I don't know, order a bunch of grub at B-dubs, win you your fantasy league, and then probably see nothing from it at the end of the day. I mean, is that really what happened or, or what's going on here?
1: You know, Derek, I tried calling you up to the big leagues. You know, you're down there in the minor leagues doing your little thing with uh, all these little little kids out there doing your fantasy football drafts. And I try to call you up to the big leagues, and that's your excuse. Oh, I don't want to show up in person. I don't want people to see what I really look like. Oh, I don't want to do it.
2: Oh, uh, yeah. No, that's not it. I One, I don't want to embarrass your friends with my superior fantasy knowledge. Two, like, I mean – that's a pretty big ask, buddy. I mean, I, I got stuff to do. I got things going on. I can't just be driving around town drafting for you in different cities. Um, but, uh, yeah, you're you're going to have to be on your own on that one. I mean, more than happy to help you out. But, uh, like I say, uh, no magazine for me. But if it was online, I'd tear it up for you. But, uh, yeah, I can't be showing up to some wing joint with uh, 10 other people, I don't know, trying to uh, help you out. Sorry.
1: Well, you don't don't worry about it, Derek. I'll let them know that Derek's not quite ready for the big leagues. We'll see what (laughs) we can do for him next year. We'll let him stay down in the minors for another year and see if he can get that score up a little bit.
2: Okay. um, That's, that's nice of you. I, I would love it though. You get me in some of these leagues where I don't have to travel and I could actually just whoop you from the comfort of my own home. I mean, I don't think I've ever been invited to a Chuck league. I, I don't think that's a coincidence. I mean, uh, we all know what would happen. You know, I, I'd snatch that trophy, uh, knock you over the head with it and cover you one, two, three for the pinfall, uh, take that championship and, and uh, walk out of the arena. I mean, everybody knows that's what would happen, brother.
1: Well, first off, it's not a trophy. Nobody gets trophies anymore, Derek. It's it's a belt. It's a world championship belt. It's heavyweight okay. championship belt. Don't be bring oh. trophies in here like it's back in 1973. Here's your here, here's your first place trophy, buddy. Put that up in your room. Well,
2: that's the thing. Like I'd I'd take your championship belt and then I'd leave you with a little participation trophy, saying, "Hey, thanks for coming. Here's your blue ribbon. Uh, may, maybe next year there, uh, Chuckles McGee. I mean." Uh, like I say, I never got an invite. I just don't think it's a surprise. But you know, you wanted I, me to I help just, you out. I wish I could, but I I can't be bothered to be driving around for you.
1: Not sure. Like I said, I wanted you to wanted to give you a shot in the big leagues, and <laughs> I I get it now that you're just not ready. We'll keep you down there in that AAA ball, and uh, maybe maybe someday you'll be up here with us.
2: All right, we'll see what happens. So let's get back to the show where I uh, educate you every week on fantasy football, and you nod your head, pretend to know, and then say stuff like that that you know isn't true. Um so let let's dive into news and notes man. what the heck's on on around fa- uh fantasy football, the NFL, all types of stuff. What do you got?
1: Well, uh one guy broke a lot a lot of guys hearts this uh this weekend by retiring. Uh, I know a lot of uh people especially in dynasty leagues and keeper leagues and and all that other stuff. They still had Andrew Luck sitting on their roster and you know, they were ready to keep him and they were ready to roll with him. He was supposed to have, you know, a really big year but I guess he just wasn't ready for it mentally or, you know, I don't know if it was the injury that was more of it. But, uh, you know, he said he just couldn't handle it mentally right now. So that's a big surprise, man. I I didn't see that coming at all. I knew he hadn't practiced um, except for like three times maybe this this, uh, spring training. But I don't know.
2: Chuck, you got Andrew Luckin in your leagues?
1: I do not. I do not.
2: You know what the people are probably thinking that do or that drafted him or thought he was an incredible investment.
1: Yeah, they they probably did too. I mean he he should have been, but uh, you know I don't I don't know what's going through his mind. I'm not Andrew Luck. Um, I'm not going to rip on the guy because he he looked mentally drained. I mean he was fighting back tears through that whole uh, that whole speech that he, that of his retirement speech. So he obviously's got something going on.
2: All right. Well, I'm about to go on a mini rant. But first of all, Chuck, we'll do this live on air. Like, I got to coach you up like I have Griff. I was trying to tee, tee up for something. So, but you totally missed it. I, I said, like, do you, under, do you know what the people are probably thinking that drafted or, or put a big investment in Andrew Luck? This is where you say, like, what's that, Okri? Terrible.
1: That, you talking about that or no? No? <laughs> what's that,
2: Okri? <laughs> That's terrible.
1: That's a
0: terrible <laughs> idea. That's a terrible idea.
2: Oh, what's a terrible idea is trying to get you to be able to transition me into a good bit with a good sound drop. Oh, my gosh. OK, um, so let me go on a mini Andrew Luck round. I know we got tons to talk about fantasy football. All right, this was ahead. such a this was such a weak move by this guy, man. Everyone's like, oh, he can decide whatever he wants. His body was beat up man. you can decide whatever you want any day of the week. And I got no issues if you want to quit. But don't have a bunch of keyboard warriors coming after me and other people saying, how dare you call him a quitter? How dare you come after Andrew Luck? This guy's the CEO, the president of his team, the top guy, and he just walks out the week before. Oh, I'm a little – I'm tired of rehabbing. I'm tired of this pain. I'm tired of this. Yeah, I'm I'm sure the other 90 guys want to hear you saying how hurt and how beat up you are. we are out there busting their tails, and you walk away. And then the biggest issue I had, especially here in Detroit, is all these morons saying, like, oh, uh, the Lions might want to learn something because the Colts let him keep all his money. Chuck, man, when do you just, like, quit your job, walk away, and they're just, like, not only keep all your salary, but you get all these extra bonuses and all this stuff, and people think that's, like, acceptable. Like, I I don't get it at all. I mean, this guy quits on his team. He's beat up. Okay, go ahead and recover. What are you getting all the 20-some million dollars for? Like, I don't get it. I, I mean, you already made a bunch of money. Like it's just, I mean, you can do whatever he wants with his life. He can go do anything, but, but don't act like you didn't just walk out on your team. I mean, cause you did that whole spiel about how much he loves football and loves his teammates. I thought it was just a bunch of whatever. Cause it's like, you could still hang in there even if you can't play right now and you're hurt and all this, but whatever, man, I got him in no leagues. I don't care. I was just kind of like, he can do whatever he wants with his life. But uh, I, know, I was over this the second I heard about it. No big deal for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm heading in uh, to work tomorrow to see about me going ahead to retire. And they just give me the rest of my salary. Um, oh, exactly. Chuck, just major. keep
2: it. Go, go travel, go hang out with your wife, whatever you want to yeah, do. Yeah. It will pay you for the next, you know, five, six years. No big deal. I mean, we, it's not like they need you to do any work or anything there. I mean, it's not like Andrew Luck was going to like lead his team or that the Colts were in position to maybe go deep in the playoffs, you know, no big deal. Uh, just, just go ahead and, and keep it all. No, no worries.
1: Yeah. They were definitely one of the favorites in the, in the AFC, especially, I mean, to me, they were anyways, I, I thought they would run deep. They'd give uh. Between the Colts, the Chiefs, and the Patriots, I think would be the you know the top three teams on the in the AFC.
2: Yeah, this is a this is a perfect time for a Grifka, whatever, or like a perfect time for a sound drop. Chuck, I won't cue you up because you'll mess it up. Andrew Luck, man, enjoy your time. You know, uh, all of you guys that drafted him are invested in this guy. Tough luck, but this is all I got to say.
0: Well, Ladi, frickin' God!
2: Chuck, let's talk about people that actually play football and they're actually going to impact people's fantasy teams. So what, what else you got?
1: Well, Lamar Miller, he uh, tore his ACL. He is now gone for the season. Um, That was on the same, same night. So I, I actually have a guy that was uh, in my league, have both those players. I mean, he's on suicide watch right now, so um, – <laughs> You know, that that, uh, that affected his team big time, and I'm sure it affected uh, some other guys' teams, even though I didn't think Lamar Miller was going to have that great of a year this year. You know, I think there was a reason why they traded for Duke Johnson. Um, but you never know. Um, then who who else we got? We still got like uh, OBJ has a o- Odell. It's got a uh, hip problem, but he returned to practice. Um, I'm not sure what he did with his hips. I think he was doing that salsa dance or something. And uh, <laughs> Uh, and that, and that, aggravated it.
2: That's Victor Cruz, man. He got the wrong guy. But yeah, but they, if if Grifka was giants. here, we don't have a soundbite. But I'm sure Grifka, his his classic bits that Odell's made one catch his whole life. Even though I have reminded him multiple times that he led the league in receiving in about 12 games as a rookie, he's uh basically been a beast all the times out there. But Grifka says he's makes one. He's made one catch. So you know, yeah. another good take by Grifka. Just, you know how good of a take that is? You know how good of a take that is?
1: What's that, Okri?
2: (laughs) That take is so good, it's almost as good as this. It's almost as good as this.
1: I'm like, that's Baker Mayfield right there. Baker! Yeah, yeah, I just want to let you know. He sucks, okay? Yeah, there you go. Mark it down.
2: So Griffka, the, the end all be all, the guy that knows football, the guy that sits on his lazy boy, rocks back and forth and watches games, Okri, okay, says that Baker Mayfield sucks and Odell's made one catch his whole career. There you go. G- <laughs> yeah, genius a, this guy is.
1: That's a great bit. I'm glad you I'm glad you recorded that and kept that.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> So I agree with you. Like again, I, I get another reason I want to be in your fantasy leagues. We got people drafting Lamar Miller. I mean, that guy should have known he's going to be in last place anyway. I, I heard so many people trying to say, "Oh, Lamar Miller is a great value. He's a starting running back. Like, look where he can get him. You know why he can get him there?" Cue up Grifka because he sucks, okay? He's terrible. Like, he's been terrible. They, You can throw out all these numbers you want. Everybody knows he's not helping you win any titles. So, no big deal. They'll probably be better with Duke back there catching footballs from Sean Watson, more versatile. Um, you know, big injury, but, again, I have him in absolutely zero leagues. So, no big deal for me and, like you say, not a very good football player.
1: Yeah, I agree with that statement. Like I said, I didn't think he was going to have that great of a year, and that's why they uh, went out and traded for uh, Duke Johnson.
2: Yeah, man. So, like you said, there's some other people that are banged up. I mean, this last week they're not going to barely play anybody. So I can't think of anybody else that we really need to bring up off the top here who is real beat up. You know, we have the holdout still going on. We've got a few injuries here or there. Um, hopefully a lot of guys will be back by week one, but, uh, how about we go ahead and take a break and we'll come back. And I'd like to talk about, you brought up this topic to me about guys that are going too high or too low. So I wrote some names down, kind of, uh, bounce that back and forth and talk about, uh, who's getting taken, uh, way up at the top of the draft and shouldn't, and who you can scoop up later. Uh, how about we do that when we come back? Sounds good. What's going on, Detroit Kool-Aid listeners? By now, most of you have probably heard of Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners get to build and manage their fantasy team, just like an NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? It's time to go see what all the buzz in the Dynasty community is all about. I'm talking... Free agency, multi-year contracts, a rookie draft, multi-team trades, franchise tags, contract extensions, first-round rookie options, automated contract and salary cap functionality, and much, much more. Think it sounds complicated? It's not. The best thing about Reality Sports Online Fantasy Front Office is it doesn't take any more time than a standard league. It just requires more strategy. Think you're among the fantasy elite? Well, this is the platform to test your metal Still not sure? You can test out your general manager skills for free in a mock free agency auction. If you like what you see, use promo code kool aid one-word lowercase, promo code Kool-Aid, to receive a 10% discount on your team or league today. Fantasy just got real at realitysportsonline.com. Detroit Kool-Aid, fantasy football flavor. We are back, and uh, Chuck brought this up, so I'm going to throw it to him. Chuck, when you're thinking about guys going too high and too low, tell me some names, tell me kind of how that impacts a draft, how you navigate those type of waters.
1: Well, from my experiences here in the last few drafts I've done, I've, I've watched and seen some people take uh, some of these players, like, real, real early, and I'm like, you know, it's good for me because I, I wasn't going to take them for another few rounds yet. But um, I just kind of shake my head. They're just – I don't know if they're expecting big things or if they, they see something more than I do. I, I'm not for sure. But one one of the names that – like the first guy I saw got taken in two different drafts that were in the – beat when I was at beat ups the other night from separate groups that I didn't even know who they were. But in this – they both took Christian oh, – Hold Kirk. on, hold on. Yeah. Oh.
2: Before you say your names, uh, let's go ahead and do this. So last week we debuted, it was a, it was an on-the-fly, just an impromptu bit. We uh, debuted the wow, the Detroit Kool-Aid wow, which uh, is more kind of making fun of Grifka, just his amazing quote. So we dropped this. Wow. So, like, when you say some of these people going way too high, I think some of them are going to deserve a... Wow! The people love the wow. It was all over Twitter. Is getting calls on the line with people going... Wow! So, we'll go ahead and drop that when you na- name some of these off. So, who was your first way too high?
1: The first one I saw that I noticed that night was Christian Kirk. Wow! Exactly. Wow. Like, wow potato <laughs> chips. This guy was taken taking so early, man. I seen him taken in the end of the second round in one of these leagues. Wow. Exactly. Wow. I almost said it out loud to this group. I'm like, wow, can I get in? Because you guys are going into the third round and I can still probably put a better team together than some of these other guys that you guys put together.
2: Um, what round did you say he was taken in?
1: At the end of the second. In two different wow. leagues. Wow. Yeah, wow.
2: Ridiculous.
1: Stupid, right? I, yeah. I don't see this guy going anywhere. I wouldn't take him. Probably... I don't know. I'm thinking maybe around seven, eight.
2: Yeah, that's
1: I like Christian where Cook.
2: I like Kirk as a football player, but I mean, like you say, mid to kind of that sleeper receiver that's under the radar a little bit right now.
1: He could be. I mean, I would draft him late, just to just so I can change my team name to like Captain Kirks or something. That would be cool. But I mean, <laughs> yeah. but besides that, I don't see. I don't know why or what they see to bring this guy into the second rounds. I just kind of yeah. shook my head and I gave you the wow. You know what I mean?
2: Wow Again Can you sign me up For these leagues I mean you got guys Taking Christian Kirk round two. Well, I mean league? Again can I, I get an get invite get
1: Yeah if I can get an <laughs> invite To that league too I'll invite you as well
2: Yeah I mean You could finish second That'd be good for you
1: Yeah I haven't finished second In a long time Do you Derek Let me tell you about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who else you got Who else going way too high um, you seen?
1: I saw uh, Eric Ebron I see that in a, in, a, in a ton of drafts I've seen that guy going you know, as early as the fourth round, I think that's a little too high for Eric Ebron for me. Um,
2: you know, griska thinks about Eric Ebron, right?
1: Uh, I don't know. Go ahead and play the bit.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> that's what he thinks every time he uh, hits those frying pan hands. He just loves it. His favorite favorite player. Wow. He, he, he loves tight ends. What can I say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I don't even know what to say on that one. I'm going to keep going, though. All right.
2: Hold on. You just did a Chuck wow. Last time we did a Griffka versus the soundboard wow off. I think we should do a couple from you. So this is the soundboard. Wow. Let's do Chuck. Wow.
0: Wow. Am I supposed
1: to keep How going? Are what are we
0: doing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's you again. I'm
1: so it's confused you. what you're trying to do here, Okri.
0: It's the
2: soundboard versus you. The soundboard. Wow. You.
1: Wow.
2: <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> and to finish it off it's the soundboard with a with a frank ribble uh
0: wow 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 <laughs>
2: <laughs> see how fun that is when you actually get it i mean come on we had to we got to work on your bits i mean we'll we'll go through training later get you up to grifka speed
1: all right we'll 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 see what we can do <laughs> so anyways the, ne- the next few names i'll just kind of read them off uh like especially quarterbacks, people are taking like Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, uh, in my opinion, a little too early. They're like somewhere in the the fourth and fifth rounds that I've seen them go, and you know I think that's just too high, f- especially for a quarterback. And I think just their names alone is is allowing them to be drafted that high. Uh, another one is A.J. Green. Um, you know I I I honestly think I almost think A.J. Green might be might be done. He, uh, I mean, he will still keep playing, but I don't think you'll ever see uh, the numbers that he had uh, his first five years in the league. Um, even when he comes back hot... this year,
2: that's Go a ahead. Chuck hot take right there. Yeah. Wow.
1: Wow. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> um, and then uh, that's about all I had for two highs that I've noticed uh, in in drafts. Anyways. Uh, Why don't you go ahead and give us some uh, some of your two highs that you've noticed or uh, come about?
2: Yeah, let me get in here, man. Give me some room. So, like, my two highs, man, I got a bunch of good players on my list that are just going way too high. So, first guy on my list, this is probably the guy that if I had to put somebody that I hate in fantasy football that I have never drafted, I don't know if this guy's ever been on my team ever, and people always love him. He has come through. Um, but he, I just would hate to put him in my starting lineup every week, man. T.Y. Hilton. Oh, I just I, – I can't stand this guy. I never liked him. He just – he's tiny. He kind of is, puts up these crazy stat lines, and then other games you don't see him. He's still going in, like, that second, third, fourth round as a receiver. No thank you. I'd love to get guys a lot more upside, a lot more uh, better situations than – good old ty the best thing about him is that stupid end zone dance he does um the next name on my list gonna shock some people i mean it's definitely worthy of a wow patrick mahomes i mean i see people taking this guy in like the second round even uh some guys what was it good old adam Schefter took him number one overall i mean are you kidding me you nerd Wow. Like, uh, somebody should be tweeting about you with that, uh, breaking some news, one of the worst picks of all time. Like, you do not take a quarterback that high. You don't take Patrick Mahomes that high. This isn't real football, in case nobody didn't realize. It's called fantasy football. So nobody's taking Patrick Mahomes in the first couple rounds. If you do, I pretty much guarantee you'll probably lose your league. Let me run through a couple names here. Uh, Nick Chubb is getting Wow <laughs> Yeah there you go that's a hot take for you right there I'm Patrick Mahomes and I came after Adam Schefter So fellow Michigan uh, Or a Michigan alum Respect for that but not for uh, Drafting a QB one that's just garbage um, Nick Chubb Is a guy that everyone loves They're taking him in like the top 10 I mean this guy's a good football player He has a bunch of injury history And yeah he's in a good situation But I mean are the Browns not going to sling it around the field with all their weapons? You think they're just going to pound it 30 times a game? I mean, Nick Chubb will get some short touchdowns. He'll be uh, have some good plays here and there, but this isn't a guy that I want as my like top echelon running back. Still a good player, but people are just going too crazy. Uh, James Conner he's another good football player that's getting taken really high, probably top 12 type of player. You know, I wouldn't want him until in the 15s, 20s, if not later. He's not going to be there, obviously. Daryl Henderson's getting a ton of love. He's going to make some splash plays, but he's not worth where people are taking him. Because I still believe in Todd Gurley, as we've said on this podcast. And there's some other people on that football team as well. They'll be getting the football a lot. And the last last two names kind of uh, hurt my heart to say, but I think these guys... You know, almost in my situation aren't going too high, but they're getting beat up by people who just can't believe they're going in these situations. So Kenny Galladay and Joe Mixon, people are thinking uh, a lot of Lions hate out there right now for where people are going, what this offense could or couldn't be. And then Joe Mixon is a guy I've wow. been singing from the rooftops, <laughs> and uh, he – um He's getting a lot of hate with all these injuries and Cincinnati's situation. Everybody thinks Cincinnati will be picking in the top five of the NFL draft, which to me, that doesn't mean that Joe Mixon won't blow up. You know, just feed him the ball, he'll do his thing. So, uh, but those guys are probably considered by others or in general as going too high, those last couple I named. So,
1: uh, yeah, I mean, to me, I, I, I like Joe Mixon a ton this year. Uh, you know, I know Cincinnati just lost that, uh, Their number one draft pick uh, or that that tackle that they took but their offensive line is still a ton better than what it's been in the past few years Mixon's going to see some holes finally in that interior line and be able to run a little bit Um, and he's got great speed great vision yeah I have no problem with people taking him in the top 10
2: Yeah, I've seen some people taking him as like their number one running back, you know, at the back end of a round one and 12 teamers like to me, he's got to be your two or, you know, there's been a few leagues where I can get him as my third, you know, where I'll have a a top two backs and early in the third round, he'll still be there and I can get him. So, I mean, that's best case scenario. But if you're taking him at like pick, you know, eight, nine, even 10, 11, like you're really going to have to back that pick up with another Top end of the line guy, because I mean, I like him. I like his upside, but maybe not that much. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I just think he's going to probably have his best year yet of, as a as a pro. Um, I think he's going to be involved in the in the uh, receiving game a little more too. Um, you know, especially with uh, you know AJ Green not being all healthy and stuff. So they're going to be going to have to lean on Joe Mixon, especially for the you know, first part of the season.
2: Yeah. Well, we gotta get to your lows, but real quick, like here's one of my philosophies, Chuck. Uh I'll enlighten the people as well as give away some of my secrets. So like one thing I love to do, you said like, oh, because um, you know, AJ Green is gone, he might either get the football more or whatever. Like, what I love to do is get like really good football players on really good offenses because if you have a running back that's really talented and they also have two to three good receivers, a good tight end, you know what I mean? Like to me, that spreads the field out and doesn't let them key up on people. I do get a little worried at times when there's not much else there and you can really key up on a guy. Cause I think NFL teams are so good that they can sort of take a guy out of the game for the most part. Now there are those special talents, like I said, on a previous show where, you don't pass on Saquon Barkley just because you think the giants will suck. I mean, he's still going to run away from people, jump over people, do all the stuff that he does. But there are times where I think you can get a guy that's a good player, but in a really bad situation and with no help around him. Whereas, you know, like I say, even receivers, like I'll take a receiver on a team that has two other good receivers, because then you're, you're getting singled up a lot. You can, those guys can usually get behind the defense more than if it's a big number one with no, no real help around them. Yeah, absolutely. People will say like, well, they don't get as many touches then, or, you know, it limits this, that, and the other. Like, I think it really opens it up more when, when you have a lot of good players to your right and to your left. So go ahead and and hit the people with your lows.
1: All right. Yeah. Some of the lows that I've got, Derek is, uh, number one is is a guy that you actually drafted, uh, Antonio Brown. Um, this guy's still talented. I, I don't care if he's whining about his helmet. I don't care if he's claiming that his feet are sweating or whatever he's complaining about now, this guy could still play the game. And there's no reason why this guy, I, he's not a, he's not the top, you know, five to 10 guy anymore. Like he used to be, but he's still a first round pick in my opinion. Um, in, in fantasy football, and I, I see this guy, like, I think you just drafted him uh, in the mid-second round, I thought I saw, on your, uh, one of your drafts, and I see a lot of other drafts, too, where he's getting drafted um, way low, um, and then Antonio another-
2: Brown, t- to me, real quick, he's just the eye test, like, even when he was warming up the other night against, when they played Arizona, and, you know, he still doesn't have his helmet, his feet are still a little beat up, like, he just looks different than most players when he's out there running routes. I mean, he's, he looks faster, explosive. I mean, like I said, sometimes you can just watch a guy and go, yeah, he's better than everybody and works harder. And that's what I think about AB. Well,
1: that and he just got a, an endorsement deal with uh, the makers of those helmets. So he said, yeah, he's wearing it and he's good to go.
2: <laughs> you know, the money, uh, you know, it's booming. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's definitely booming. <laughs> Um, Another guy I got on my list is James White from New England, especially in in, in PPR leagues. Um, This guy is he just I I picked him up uh, late a couple of years ago. And this guy, ever since then, he puts in he gets you just about double digit points. You know, almost every game just because of what he catches and what how New England uses him. And I, I still don't think people understand the value that James White gives to a fantasy football team, especially. Um, in a PPR leagues, I mean, he's a great flex player, and he he can uh, definitely boost teams up to the next level.
2: Now, I just saw a blurb today that said uh, the Pat, Pats plan to feature Sony Michelle early and often. What do you think about that?
1: You know, Bill Belichick never lays his cha- his chips on the table. You know, he's, he'll <laughs> say whatever. Then that first game, like Michelle probably get like two carries, and then everybody else gets all the play. <laughs> you, you know, that's I... what's gonna happen.
2: I didn't read the article but I saw on Pro Football Talk today there was just a headline that said uh Patriots had to clarify cuz Bill Belichick said he wasn't aware that Andrew Luck had retired <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they asked him I don't I don't know I, I haven't heard uh, was that on was that on uh Snap Face? <laughs> yeah, I think I
1: think it was on on Instaface or whatever you call it
2: oh man I love his interviews that stupid monotone stuff he says that is classic
1: yeah definitely <laughs> definitely um another guy that I think is being taken too low is Tyreek Hill I know he had uh, some troubles um on the off season, but he's obviously not going to be suspended he's not going to be let go by the Chiefs and if this guy's starting he is definitely a top top five uh wide receiver in fantasy football He's gonna give you big numbers and um I think a lot of people are just afraid still that you know, I don't I don't know what they're afraid of honestly, but they're they're too afraid to, to draft him and I wouldn't be afraid to draft him. If he's there, I'm taking him. So um, I think Chuck, he goes if, I, too low.
2: if I had one word to describe Tyreek Hill as a player, what do you think it might be?
1: Um Wow.
0: Wow.
2: <laughs> Bingo!
1: See, I'm, I'm getting good at this game, Derek.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a man. When he gets going, uh, absolute wow, no doubt.
1: Um, and <laughs> and then and then my last guy is Chris Carson. Uh this guy is like a blue chip player. He's just or a blue collar worker. He's just one of those guys that just puts in work and he, he puts up numbers. And I think this year, um, he's blowing out uh, Rashad Penny for the starting. Uh, running back job and Rashard Penny's not even being thought of right now. And um, I see Chris Carson going real low in some of these drafts. And, you know, I, I, again, I wouldn't be afraid to take this guy like in the second round. I wouldn't be afraid to do that at all.
2: Yeah, it's good stuff, man. I, uh, I took Carson in a league or two, but I've never been a big fan probably cause I don't watch many Seahawks games They're usually not on and, you know, you are just kind of not on top of your radar, but I saw him the other day and this is a, big dude man he's he just looked like he was just beasting people not only based on size but the way he runs and whatnot so like say i'm all in on uh on carson as well just from a physical perspective i mean frank ribble thinks it's amazing too wow (laughs) i'm
1: liking it i like it uh
2: so those are your those are your lows there
1: yeah those are the lows i have um Let's hear some of yours.
2: Yeah, man, guys going too low. Uh, you know, I had AB on my list too for the reason we mentioned. the The guy that's going too low, and people will see this guy in preseason and make all these proclamations, or you know, they pull a Grifka and just look at his his past history and don't think forward or don't have any foresight whatsoever. Like Leonard Fournette is going too damn low. This guy's going like in the late second, third rounds of 12 team drafts. This guy could be a top five, either overall player or definitely a top five running back. Like, Leonard Fournette's an absolute monster. He's going to get the football. He can catch it better than people think. I mean, disrespect where Leonard Fournette's going after, what, a crazy good rookie year, and, oh, he had a down year because he was all beat up physically again, and he got suspended for that fight that he uh, created, whatever game that was in Buffalo or something. Like, come on, man. Leonard Fournette's a top-round-type top player, especially at the running back position. Um, Too low, another guy I have. And I just think this guy's too low because of what his upside could be. Aaron Jones, I mean, Green Bay Packers, everybody can't figure out if they're going to really give this guy the football, but I think where you can get him for what he might do is way too low. You can scoop him up in fourth, fifth round in a lot of drafts. Some people are high on him, but others let him slide down. You go ahead and pick up this guy, you know, he has the upside if he's given the football to be a, an absolute top talent running and catching the football. Uh, um, let's see who else I have on my list on here. Uh, for our Lions fans out there, Marvin Jones. Everybody forgot about this guy. He's still young, pretty athletic. He can go up and get the football. He can score touchdowns in the red zone. It just depends how they get it to him and, and what he does. I think you can scoop him up way late, and he could end up being a wide receiver, um, probably a low wide receiver two, maybe a upper echelon three for you. Um, there's this guy, um, Chuck Dog. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name's Baker Mayfield. Uh, he's going to dang low. This is a guy that uh, is crept up in like the top five. A lot of people's quarterback rankings. But you know how it goes. Like Deshaun Watson's going in the fifth round. Baker maybe sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth round. I mean, you get that guy in that area, and he plays the type of football he's gonna play with those type of weapons. I mean. Uh, it's- too dang low for that guy I mean not about taking quarterbacks high but what the production he's going to give you I think will be off the charts and I had to fit him in the show so I could say that um and uh, we got Dallas Goddard he's one of my tight end sleepers and everybody's like well but Zach Ertz is there yeah Zach Ertz I actually didn't name him off because he was at the very bottom of my two high list and I covered him up but Zach Ertz on my two high list at the very bottom and Goddard on my too low because one injury away from being the A beast, this guy's big, he's smooth, catch the football. Um, even if Ertz is healthy, I expect Goddard to basically be a tight end too in most leagues with big time upside. You know, if they ended up featuring him, so um, those are some of my two lows right there, man.
1: Yeah, those are some pretty good ones. Um you're right about Fournette. Uh, you know, he could be – he could definitely could be a top five running back. Um, if he stays healthy through the season, there's no reason why he won't – you know, if somebody gets that guy real late, he'll, he'll definitely be the difference maker on your team.
2: Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see what he does. I think this is a big year, and it would probably go either way. You know, real big boom or bust, and I'm, I'm predicting boom for, for Leonard and some of the other guys I named. And like you say, the best thing about two low-type players is – you know, and not only are they going too low, but like you said earlier, like, you know, if they're guys that we like and have targeted, I love it when they're falling too low and you know you can scoop them up probably two rounds later than they probably should go. That's where you get that value and that's where you win your league. So, I think that's, that's big in fantasy is sort of not only to know where people are projected to go, but also like letting them slide if they can slide and picking them up even later than you would. Normally, I'm not a big proponent of people that will just say, Oh, that's my player. So what does it mind that I took him in the third round? It's like, cause he's a sixth round guy and you could have maybe got him in eighth. You know what I mean? So I think that's when you can't just go ahead and take your player like you do another, you know, in real life, you gotta, gotta play the board and, and play the value.
1: Oh, absolutely! You could ruin your team by just taking the player that you want way too early.
2: Yeah. Uh Chuck, though, I was going to hit this off the top, but I didn't. Um, college football's here, man! Like this weekend, I got I got my Michigan Wolverines running out the tunnel. Uh, we got all types of other teams starting getting their seasons kicked off. Uh, I thought I'd give you a, a half a second to uh, pledge your allegiance to your favorite college team.
1: Go green! Ah! That's not a no. You don't like that. Uh, I don't like that car. Not a very good car. Like
2: you, you, you know, we're not talking to party on this show, right?
1: If I'm on the show, it's going to be brought up at least once or twice.
2: Well, I mean, we may discuss it after you lose in Ann Arbor. Can we do that?
1: We can discuss all we want, but you know, I, I just don't want you to put your hands on your face with that wow look after they win. So.
2: <laughs> oh man! If the. Uh... If the Sparties have a chance at all against Michigan this year, I mean, there's only one thing to say, right? Frank ribble. Wow. Yeah. That would be amazing. Cause that ain't going to happen. Now. The reason I bring it up mostly is because, um, I just did a, this is my second year doing college fantasy football, man. I've got, uh, Yahoo all of a sudden came out last year where they start doing college fantasy football. <coughs> Excuse me. And, uh, they've got all the players on there. I think we did a top, you know, the top five conferences type of league. And it really kept me more into college football because normally when my you know, my team's done. I don't really have a rooting interest, so I'll catch some of the big games, but I wasn't as clued in. So um, being in a league last year really helped me out to keep up with things as well as sort of prep for the NFL draft by having some guys on my team, watching, getting to know some of these other guys that were putting up stat lines. So kind of encouraging other people to go out and check out Yahoo if they want to do some college fantasy this year. <laughs> There's still time to to jump in and, and get a league. Uh, Chuck, let me give you a couple names on my squad here. So. Um, Two quarterbacks in this league I created. I got Shea Patterson and Jake Fromm. Wide receivers are T Higgins from Clemson. I've got uh, Nico Collins from Michigan. My running backs, my first overall pick. uh, I hate when people say that. Don't you hate when people say first overall pick when really it's just your first rounder? That's what I meant to say. They always do that that. in the draft. I'd be like that. He was their first overall pick it's like oh you mean 28th in the first round um but i was picking like kind of mid to low in round one but i was able to get deandre swift out of georgia i was real happy about that excuse me aj dylan a running back out of boston college projected pretty high and i got albert i can't say his last name from mizzou uh, probably the top tight end on the board this guy's an absolute athlete at the position and uh Rounded out with some, some guys on the bench, like I uh, got DPJ out of Michigan, Joe Burrow, quarterback at LSU, Michael Pittman at USC. I mean, what do you think about some of these names here?
1: Well, I, I really like Swift. I think Swift is going to put up some big numbers for you. I, you know, I haven't really looked into the fantasy college football. Does it work the same way as, uh, as the pros? You get like six points for a touchdown. And uh, what about the yards and stuff like that?
2: Yeah, same type of stuff. It's just, you know, like you say, sometimes college quarterbacks get these crazy stat lines. So what I was doing, my really only strategy was working the board, but also taking guys that I'll be able to watch and that I know. You know, I didn't want to take some guys going to put up a ton of points, but he plays for, you know, Florida Atlantic University State College of the dentistry. You know, I don't want to, like, have somebody on that. Like, I'll never get to see play. So I was kind oh, of trying to take, take big names.
1: Did did you draft Miko Jones, the running back from there?
2: (laughs) I don't don't have Miko Jones, no.
1: Oh, you should, man. That dude's dude's a beast right now. He's like 5'2", 130. He's a man.
2: He's real good, huh?
1: Yeah, Miko Jones. Wow. From the dentistry.
2: (laughs) Oh, man, incredible. Uh, I'll keep my eye out for him or my tooth out for him. Um, So – Like you say, I wanted, I wanted people on big schools, guys that could watch. I mean, that may not do me very well at the standings, but that's, that's more fun for me in a league like this, where we just kind of have a bragging rights. And Hey, speaking of bragging rights, bro, uh, just popped in my head today. Hey, let's do a Detroit Kool-Aid fantasy football flavor league. Let's throw one together. So I dropped one on ESPN. I threw the link out on Twitter. Um, I basically made it as big as I could based on ESPN. So I threw 20 teams out there. We're about half to three quarters of the way full with only like I threw this out about an hour ago. Uh, the people, Chuck Dog. I mean, you, you you told about the magazine. You talk about how much knowledge you got. They're saying you got to get in this league. I think it's because they want to whoop you and show you what's up. I mean, are you going to man up and get in this league so we can really see what you're all about or what?
1: Yeah, yeah. I'll talk it over with Todd and uh, we'll grab our magazine. <laughs> and we'll, we'll We'll go check that out
2: you mean Todd <laughs> your boy yes. man you love you love Todd I mean
1: uh oh Todd and I do way back we I met him at Barnes and Noble as we were picking out magazines
2: <laughs> oh man we've got we got some characters literally on this show I mean we've got Conrad from Huntsville calling in we got Todd we got uh Lefurgis Nuggets that called in recently uh Ribble's always leaving calls uh Chuck, we got to get this in. Uh, Ribble, I can't play your call. You got to bring some more entertainment value. I mean, this was pretty classic. I did cut this out uh, that I'm going to play uh, from time to time. Here, let's see. We got this out of your call. Hold on. I got this out of your call.
1: Here's a real wow for you.
2: Wow! How
1: about this one? Wow!
2: <laughs> We got a double wow out of you, Ribble, but we're not going to play the rest of your call. But you did want the knowledge of Chuck. Why? I don't know. I mean, if you need info, you get you come to me for it. I mean, I, I'll get you a championship, Chuck. He wants to know Big Ben or Stafford week one. Who are you playing as your fantasy quarterback?
1: Week one. All right, we got we got Pittsburgh against New England, and we got Detroit against Arizona. Yeah. Even even though. I think Stafford's going to have a heck of a year this year as far as fantasy-wise. I'm going with Big Ben. Uh, I think Big bens they're going to be playing from behind. And, you know, Bilichek on those first season games, he loves to throw up points. And I think think the Steelers are going to be playing from behind that whole game. And I think Ben's going to have to throw the ball.
2: (laughs) All right. There you go, Frank Ribble. Uh, Chuck's taking... Big Ben, uh, I've grown to like Big Ben over the years. I think he really does do some really good things in the pass game. And the way he hangs in the pocket, the way he chucks the ball deep, I absolutely love it. But you know where I'm going. Drink it in, man. Matt Stafford against that little midget in Arizona and that terrible defense. uh, Give me Stafford to put up probably, I don't know, I'd go three hundo and a couple touchdowns uh, week one. That sounds about right.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, it could be, but I, I see Ben Roethlisberger might be hitting the 400-yard hard mark and maybe three three touchdowns.
2: Now, you know this is a Detroit Kool-Aid cast, right?
1: Hey, I'm giving all the respect I can. I already said the Lions are going to be playing ahead, and the Steelers are going to be playing from behind. And I, like I said,
0: Drink I... Drink it <laughs> in, man. Uh... Cornbread!
2: Matt, I love cornbread. But anyways,
1: Matt Stafford, I think, is going to... Is going to have a great fantasy football year. I think he's going to have a great fantasy uh, year this year. But I think this first week, I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to have to put up a ton of points out there in, uh, I guess, New England.
2: So, so Frank Ribble, in his call, uh, said he had to ask you because you're unbiased and he knows that you love the Cowboys. So that has been somewhat established on the show, even though I mute that half the time because nobody wants to hear you talk about the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Uh, I think everybody does. They just you just don't give them a chance, Derek.
2: <laughs> well, we'll talk about them for sure when they come into uh, Ford Field and just absolutely get get beat down. What I what I say like thirty eight, thirty eight, thirty or something. They're going to end up losing to the Lions. Going to be a shootout this year.
1: That's what you said. <laughs> I got I got a little I got a little bit more tamed. I got Dallas winning seventeen
2: fourteen. Yeah. Oh boy, this guy. Um, so. Like I say, it, uh, it should be fun college football right around the corner. We've got, uh, we got Frank ribble doing wows on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast listener line. We've got, uh, lions killing Cowboys. We've got, uh, Chuck picking big Ben over the lions on a lions podcast. I mean, we got anything else to talk about today. Are we good, man?
1: Uh, That should do it, man. We've, we've rambled it on enough. We've, we've learned that you're, uh, you know, you're a B squad fantasy player because you don't want to come down here and help me out on a, on, a, on the big leagues. So wow!
0: Do, do, do
2: <laughs> oh man, yeah, we uh, you know, like I say you're gonna have to earn that championship on your own. I mean, if you want to call me up, if you want to, uh, you know, have me consult and help your team, I'll be more happy to do so. But uh, yeah, I can't be driving halfway across the state to help you out, buddy. Sorry.
1: And everybody, he lives across the street from me. He's just afraid to go. <laughs>
2: If you want to like, have me get a team in a league and show up to Dubs with you in person and put you to school with my laptop versus your old raggedy magazine, I'd be more than happy to do that. I'll make time for that any day.
1: That's good with me because I know, I know who uh, B-Dubs' internet provider is. I go ahead and take care of that, and you'll be like, can I borrow your magazine? <laughs>
2: oh my goodness uh, that would be classic but uh, yeah man drafts have happened uh, I pretty much got all my leagues done just uh, a couple of these last ones I'm throwing together at, one at work and, and one with the Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers so if you're hearing this you might want to jump on my Twitter feed at Derek Oakery and see if there's any spots left uh, Chuck will get in we're trying to get Grifka in the people are calling for Grifka I don't know why probably because they know he knows nothing about football and they want to beat him so uh, we'll see if he gets in and uh, like I say you can look for for me at the top of the standings of that league, that's where I'll be
1: only because he's a league owner. He's got to put his name at the top.
2: (laughs) That'd be, that'd be like a commissioner. I don't know that maybe like sees all the trades behind the scenes before they actually happen. I mean, who would do that? Right.
1: Exactly. I don't know what your problem is.
2: (laughs) Oh man. Everybody go check a previous show with that. But uh, Chuck, man, I've got, uh, I got nothing else. Uh, How about we come back here next Monday? talk fantasy football and we will be leading into week one of the nfl season next time we record there will be football in three days after we record can you believe this
1: oh yes i I cannot wait
2: (laughs) it should be good man and and now is when we're really going to see because you've been talking a bunch of noise you've been saying all this stuff now we're going to have to follow up on how your teams have been doing tell the people so don't, don't hide those l's don't hide those mistakes you know you can be honest with the people here on the on the Fantasy
0: Football Flavor Show.
1: Yeah, there'll be complete honesty. You know, Derek, you got to take your own advice.
0: Wow. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Will do, man. Uh, everybody, thank you so much for uh, hanging out, uh, listening to us, uh, letting us goof around, have a bunch of fun here. Uh, fantasy footballs is around the corner. The Detroit Kool-Aid cast, wow, is just sweeping the nation, and uh, all, everything is good. So, Chuck, man, I'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid uh, cast, Fantasy Football Flavor. Everybody, take care. Have a great week. We're out. Pack the
0: bags, start It is over! over. What a comeback by the Lions! Drink it in, man!